Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. So back it up, introduce yourself. My name is Tom DeLong. A lot of people know me from my band Blink-182. I started that band when I was 16. But I got to that point where my daughter was two years old and I was gone for two years straight and I really, really needed a break. The only other thing I was ever interested in was UFOs. DeLong walked away from stardom and dedicated himself to disclosing what he believes is the truth about UFOs. I needed to get into the government and I needed to find the people that deal with this subject and let them know what I'm thinking of doing. DeLong says he was able to secure a meeting with a high-level aerospace executive with deep connections to the military. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I had an opening. And I just go, I am not naive to this subject. I understand the national security implications of this subject, but I am asking for your help because I need guidance. I just need somebody to help me and give me advice. And he leans back and he goes, okay. That's when my life changed completely. Unidentified, Friday, May 31st at 10. Hey fam, and welcome to Unidentified, where we get to the bottom of these damn UFOs. My Why? name is Andrew Levins, and my co uh, my co-host is, of course, my from, co-sensei from, from Blink One Eighty Two, uh, Tom DeLong. Yeah, uh, welcome, book. welcome back to the show, Tom. Uh, my daughter still doesn't speak to me. Right, uh, she was upset she, that she, I quit Blink One Eighty Two. She was the biggest Blink fan of all. Yeah, and uh, she's actually an alien. It's it's a very ET situation. I dress her up as an old woman. We go trick or treating. No, that's you. I dress her up as Yoda. <laughs> Uh, I'm homesick from school always, <laughs> hiding my alien daughter from my mom, <laughs> who I still live with. <laughs> That's a good movie. <laughs> um, how come you didn't just uh, channel your mm. love of UFOs into your music and write songs about aliens? Why did you? Uh, well, I actually did. Into- you you did? Oh, right. track three on uh, my seminal, my band's seminal third record, "Enemy of the State," is called "Aliens Exist." Oh right, yep. Uh, but uh, you know, three-way band. That's uh, I got 33% of votes, and let's just say <laughs> every other song has 66% of uh, "No More Alien" songs. <laughs> And that's how a democracy works until you leave said band <laughs> and they replace you with the guy from Alkaline Trio and everyone seems to be having fun with that and that's fine for me and them. I'm fine with it. We gotta watch that show. Yeah, man. I'm gonna download that tonight. Absolutely. So it's on the History Channel? Yeah. So you know it's real. Yeah. You know, <coughs> yeah. History. They just you do can't alien fake shows. history. Yeah, they do alien shows, right? That's that's their thing. Is that, yeah, and then like, they have go, like ghost ancient, stories Yeah, ancient aliens and like ghost uh, myth like All ghost fa- hunters. factual stuff I, I love that, yeah when I, when I, I, I love that I, I'm, a, I'm a student of history And I, I studied both ancient and modern history at school And we did, ancient was ghosts, obviously they're dead And modern history is aliens Because we haven't found them yet And it's good to see a, a, um, a cable channel that represents the curriculum Oh so correctly 
I love how like all cable channels like dedicated themselves to one singular thing in like the nineties. Oh yeah, they were founded, and now they're like, "Fuck, what else?" Like 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 the Sci-Fi Channel is yeah. like what, what vaguely else? Sci-Fi thing can we make a, a series? Yeah, and there's like nine channels that have like versions of the Duck Dynasty on it. They're like, I guess Rednecks with guns, like that's... that Deadly Deadly Class show where it's like a school, for, school for Assassins. That's oh, a, that's a Sci-Fi. Oh, channel I know, school. I've been there. You know, science fiction. You know, I, I studied there. Is that a real show? <laughs> Is it like reality? Deadly, it's based on a comic book. It actually, oh, they, they no. just axed it. <laughs> oh, but I thought it was like it was a, like a reality show about a school for assassins. Oh, I was wow. like, oh shit, I'll watch that. Hell yeah, bro! You, were I in would it. watch that. I'd be in it too. Yeah. Um, man, what a week. Um, <laughs> aliens. Yeah, so believe it or not, Blink this... uh seminal album, End of the States, turning twenty. That's and, uh, crazy. And it's actually not actually Tom DeLonge I'm talking to right now. This is Angus Truscott, everybody. Psych. Back in the Losers. Hey Fam. And also the show is called Hey Fam. The show is called Hey Fam. And Welcome back Andrew to the Levin. dojo. That's the one, the one fact so far, yep. besides aliens being real, is that my name's Andrew Levin. 100%. Welcome back. We kid you. We're in the Hey Fam dojo. We're sparring again as per back, usual. Back on Angus's couch. Which you just got sparred. The listener. Oh, right. Me. I'm like, I'm fine. No, you're fine. They just got sparred. We sparred with them. and we I won. just got in a spa. In a spa? Was well, in like, oh, in a spa, like yeah. into your spa. I used to have a real obsession with spas as a like early teenager. I um, I, I thought it was like the pinnacle of social status and wealth. And as an adult, I still do. I used to DJ in Perth once a month, and um, this, the dude, the dude who flew me over was like the party guy and he had a party house. Oh, dude. Hawaiian uh, shirt, like room? (laughs) Hawaiian shirt room. Just room. He's like, uh, which which Hawaiian shirt today? Which Imagine that. It's like sorted by color. It's then sorted by like, he has like the flame sleeve sections, but then like the pineapple sleeve sections. I had a really good Hawaiian shirt from Hawaii. Uh It was... Um, you would be that guy that it was like blue and brown. Oh, it was recent. It was recent. Like a family friend went there and they're like, you're I like, saw this. You're like, what? This shit is from Fiji. I don't wear this. Fiji? That's a fucking Fijian shirt. Get that away from me. Um, it was the best man. It had a volcano on the back and two motorcycles riding towards it with no one on them. <laughs> it was <laughs> so good. It was just like these two wild hogs just calling back to Mother M. <laughs> going, going to that. Going to that big... Um, the owners have, have jumped into the volcano. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the awesome. motorbikes dumped their own, their riders into I mean, the volcano. See, uh, yeah, yeah, it was so Bye, cool, bitch. man. That's the best shirt I've owned. And yeah. it had like flames around the sleeves and stuff. It was sick. I've still got it, maybe. So I go to Perth and um, <coughs> after the gig, we go back to the party guy's house. Hell and he's yeah. like, man, I just got a spa. And it's one of those above oh, yeah. ground, like, you know, like, yeah. and so we all get in the spa. Like it's a like, middle class spa. It was fucking that, cool. That, that, that's yeah, middle yeah, class yeah. spa. Like Perth. real spa is like... Perth yeah. is, they invented middle class yeah. in Perth. Yeah, working slash middle class spa. I'm, yeah, that's your first, I hear that's your first spa. For those who don't know um, Australia very well, Perth is uh, on the western side, as far away from us as possible. Perth is actually closer to Indonesia than it is to Sydney. Like, um, that's a fact. And uh, they... Uh, the bulk of like Sydney, Australia's more, most recent mining boom, trans like, all m- there. like mining spots, hotspots. That was all in Perth. So they're like nineteen-year-old millionaires, and they so, yeah. buy like tasteless houses. It was a decade. It's all dried up now. No one, oh, yeah. no one has money there anymore. But about a decade ago, a bunch of like very young miners just suddenly became very rich. Yeah, and they're um, like nineteen or twenty. Yeah, and they have like properties. Cars, jet skis, spas, and like they they spend it like nineteen-year-olds with. And so my party guy friend. He didn't work in the mines, but he did get rich off the guys who had money yeah. from the mines. Selling them drugs. Uh, we'll put it on parties. And spas. And yeah, but yeah, so he had a spa. And I remember we, we got there like the first month. I was like, fuck yeah. Like just being like high in a spa. Um, and you know when you're like, it's like just cold enough that you don't want to ever get out. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember like, yeah, I remember someone going like, oh, yeah, have fun, but don't put your head under under the water in a spa. Because you freeze. That's how you, you freeze? No, apparently that's how you get ear infection. Oh, yeah, because all the hot water and shit. You freeze? <laughs> <laughs> like it's like in Mario when you get okay, the Okay, Tom along. Yeah, you freeze. I left Blink-182 because no one would I'm believe exploring me that you froze. I'm, ex- I'm exploring spa torture techniques. Spa, yeah, but then I came back a, the, a month later. <laughs> And like this once beautiful, like just four weeks Green. prior, it was like brown. Oh. He hadn't changed the water in it in a month. And he's like, hey, get in. You, you, were in, you were in this bar for like six hours last time. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. Thanks. Fuck. That's, that's a metaphor for the mining boom, isn't it? It just yeah. it went brown. <laughs> it went brown. That's so sad. Wow. That's they crazy. Didn't, they didn't change the water in the mines. Seriously, I've always said go down and put water on that. Change the cold water. <laughs> You'll be fine. Australia full of fossil fuels and... um. Yeah, what a place. <laughs> uh, we're a pro uh, fossil fuel podcast. We, we're we using electricity right now to run yeah, this show. Yeah, our main sponsor. You're going to hear some ads for a What's the opposite of carbon soon? offset? We're doing carbon onset. It's <laughs> Every time we record, I'm onsetting more carbon. I've turned the laundry, I've turned the dryer on downstairs. There's nothing in there. <laughs> yeah, Angus has the air conditioning, a heater on. In the, in, they in can't the sleep each other out. Time. It yeah. just feels perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's great. TV's on in the background. It's Nothing's on. All the consoles. They're all on, they're all out, and they're all got memory cards in them. <laughs> Rumble packs in everything. Yeah. That's uh, the main the main <laughs> cause of uh, holes in the ozone layer. Yeah. Old, old Rumble, Rumble packs. packs that people forgot to turn off in, in um, the mid-90s. I've always said the double A is the pinnacle of energy renewal, you know? Just, <laughs> look at that battery. It's so sweet. It's wrapped in Everything plastic. in this house powered by double alkaline. A batteries. Everything's alkaline. It's awesome. I love it. Carbon onset house. <laughs> Um, uh, so Angus, you saw a, a little movie this week that I was supposed to see, but I didn't. Yeah, um, and it sounds like I made the right call. I mean, I mean, I don't know. It was, you know, the, it, it, yeah, we saw. I, I saw X Men: Dark Phoenix, and it was. I've never seen a movie. Um, right, that's crazy because you're talking about. It was so the first many, one I've seen, you, you, and it was spoken about so many about the, the show I've so seen. Far. No, I've never seen a movie that was like Once Upon a Time. I guess might have been important. Just be be released and be met and be like rushed out with such, like, ben- like non-existent fanfare. You know what I mean? Yeah, like this is like this weird burden that Disney have to. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, just put it out. I guess. Yeah, but this is like the eleventh <laughs> movie in the X Men saga. Do in the Deadpool 19 movies years? count? No, right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, they go to the X Mansion and them. Yeah. So whatever they include. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe what is it? It's X Men, X Men Two, Last Stand, Wolverine Origins, <laughs> um, First Class, First Class, Days of Future Past, The Wolverine, Wolverine. Apocalypse, uh, Apocalypse, Logan, Deadpool, Logan, Deadpool Two, and this. So thirteen. Okay. So yeah, including the depth, which is just like half of those movies are Deadpool movies and Wolverine standalone movies, and then just like a few other movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a man. I, I'm so excited to do a deep dive on that series because it's had some high highs and some low lows and a lot of just like baffling metal like things. Now, I, I see it almost like the sacrificial lamb of like a shared universe. Well, it, it yeah, it definitely laid the gr- the groundwork. It and um, Raimi Spider Man movie are kind of yeah like the first. I don't. I guess everyone always no, talks about them. Burton, I guess Batman Burton, and Richard Batman, Donner. But, but there was such a massive gap between. The Donna films to Batman, and then the Batman yeah. movies. Like you know, we, we well, Hollywood, Hollywood was forgot the how to third do a successful X Men movie. Uh, sorry, third successful superhero movie, basically. After yeah, sure. Superman, Batman, nothing else went well, and then X Men. But I feel like you know, tonally, 
like the X-Men movie, that first X-Men movie is way more consistent with what we expect from a superhero movie now than Batman was. Nah, not at all. You really? It's so bland and they're like... I love that first X-Men movie. No, I just mean stylistically it's bland. Everything's oh, okay, chrome. Yeah, sure. Like now it would look like Batman. Like everything's stylized. Everyone has comic accurate suits. It was like afraid to do that because back then making a super like it that's, was, a, that's a good point it's yeah. super dialed back you rewatch it and people have like wolverine has like two little strands of hair that stick up that somewhat resemble his mask and like <laughs> everyone's in black leather yeah everything's just plain and like it looks like a period it looks like it looks like a worse version of um twilight we're not that it's just like remember the dark knight looks amazing it's like a visually stunning movie but it looks like a film not a comic it, yeah, book movie sure, yeah, yeah. it's like a worse version of that this is like a not for stylistic film. yeah not for like stylistic choices yeah but it's still a super important movie because it like resurrected comic book that's the movie that resurrected comic book films that's right i mean what was after batman and robin there was spawn which was like a tank daredevil the blade movies which didn't do much but they were cold like they did enough but that was daredevil of, before or after x-men after after goddamn x-men was like 2000 catwoman uh yeah uh, well that was after yeah but X-Men kind of was flash in the pan and like everyone was shocked and it, it went supremely so actually, well. Actually, yeah, X-Men inspired more more bad than it did good, I guess. Cause oh, absolutely. We got, we got the Fantastic Four movies after them. Like Yeah, Fantastic yeah. Films, two re- Oh, uh, man, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, it's had the weirdest track record. It's a, such a... Sh- it's it's got the most, <laughs> hands, <coughs> hands down, fucked up continuity. Yeah. <laughs> like, deli- like it that and I think that's such a huge, like misstep now like then it was fine then it was amazing if they cast the same like we bought the idea of batman changing in every movie so fine you know what i mean like it's like we've been spoiled by star wars and marvel where like continuity is key where they'll get like actors reprising 30 year roles like a mark hamill or something yeah yeah but like before then they're just like yeah we changed batman that's fine and no one cares yeah but they kept the alfreds the same in that in the, that's what i mean it's the, 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 the same it's the same alfred in batman forever and batman up until ret- uh and robin yeah yeah it is right yeah, uh, alfred right. go no How does he uh, die again? What, does he what does he get he gets some like he gets like uh he gets some made up disease and they, they look at it on that like fancy Mac. That's right. <laughs> that, that 20th anniversary Mac that I was obsessed with. <laughs> but like, um, you know, that's like a, what is that? That's like a hangover from the Bond movies where audiences were just like, yeah, sure. It's Roger Moore now. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Where now we're like, don't leave Daniel Craig. Like we won't, you know what I mean? It's like, we won't buy the idea of a new Bond. And like now, not because of us, the audience, I was begging that unnecessarily, but like, I don't know. I guess every studio is looking at the success of the MCU and, you know, besides uh, uh, like two, you know, omissions, the actors have remained the same for all of them. The Harry Potter movies, besides like one major death, the actors were the same for all of them. Yeah, I think for it's sure, just like, yeah. I honestly think like audience expectations have shifted so much. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, obviously we're going to go through each of the, each of these movies, but like it, it fell in a trap of like, Perfect casting for certain roles. And horrible casting for most of them. Yeah, totally. But the ones they got right, they got very, very right. Once they got right, made careers or was just dream cast. Like, well, I think like, yeah, like their, their casting of, um, who plays Magneto again? It's uh, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Amazing. A brilliant, brilliantly cast. But Unexpected. I, I, and I think he actually inspired how that character was written in the comics. It was the, He's it, the first that's example what happens of that now. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and Patrick Stewart, obviously, like, dream cast. Professor like, X, yeah, those, those two, that's perfect casting. They're right? the best. Yeah, and obviously Hugh Jackman. Hugh is Jackman was, Wolverine. like, a shock and was brought into the movie three weeks into filming. It wasn't anyone's first choice. He wasn't director's first choice. It wasn't the studio's. Different he's, people were playing him. He's not even buff in He's in not buff. He's tall and thin. And <laughs> yeah, Wolverine's yeah. supposed to be, like, short and squat. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but has that he is Wolverine. Yeah, totally. Like yeah. yeah. As for everyone else. <laughs> I really like that first movie because that first movie is it just it's it's relatively short. It never stops moving. I think that what I like about it the most is mm. its pace. It definitely has a lot of I think what I like is it told me what happened to um toads when they get struck by lightning. <laughs> that great Joss Whedon quip. <coughs> Did Joss Whedon write on Yeah, this? he wrote all the jokes. Oh god. Yeah, he wrote right. the like, how do I know it's you? And he like is like Fuck you! Oh, where are we? Like the, all the bad quips. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, and that, that, that just Wolverine kind of sticking his middle claw up, and that's right. I remember that. Shit. That's all. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Whedon. Hell yeah! They were like, "Hey, this is a serious movie without any um easily dated uh pop culture references. We need to do something about yeah. this. Date this movie, please." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah. So I remember when X two came. Well, should we out. talk about the movies first and then Dark Phoenix? Yeah, sure. Let's let's let's, right. let's, let's, let's build up to. So remember X Men. Build up to the bomb. Remember X Men was like. The biggest Marvel property in the nineties as comics, yeah, so absolutely. For, for about what, maybe five to seven years, it was their highest selling. Um, I think like yeah, like like a, a bunch maybe of like, ten years, a bunch of like the top ten highest selling single X issues titles. of comics in in history. Yeah, or X books, and yeah. that started with like the Claremont run, basically, right in the eighties, like late eighties, yeah, early nineties. Then, like, then they did like the, the big Liefeld, Jim Lee boom as yeah. well, like all of it. And then they were doing like a Wolverine comic, Weapon X, X, X the Force, series yeah. X Factor, X Force. Well, yeah. Um, Generation X Like they had So New many Mutants. comics And I loved them all I loved the idea Of all these teams And X-Men was kind of like When I got into comics Like And I always thought X-Men Were like Well then they were like A triple A property Yeah And then You know You and I didn't You and I were Young and whatever And didn't understand How like movie studios worked And <laughs> how comic publishers Could dial back The relevance of certain Um Characters they didn't own in their cinematic <laughs> arm of their business, and then like X Men over the years just kind of dwindled, right? As comics, yeah. I mean, right up until the movie, that first movie came out. I mean, it was still hot before that the movie came out. Definitely, but, I, it's, but it's, now I mean, it's kind of dwindled, right? As a, as a, as a there's well, only yeah, like a th- few. This comics. is the big comeback year for X Men <laughs> as a comic book, um, right? Because I know they had X Men Blue and Gold recently. Yeah, it's been that's been rough. There was I, I enjoyed a book called X Men Red that was written by the Australian writer Tom Taylor. Yeah. That was good, um, but uh, and they killed Wolverine for a few years. Yeah, he, he actually now? stayed dead for a while. Yeah, he's yeah. back now. Yeah, he stayed dead for like three years, which is a long time for In like. Comics. A, yeah, definitely. For how's he back? I want to know this. Oh, uh, it was pretty dumb. He just is back. <laughs> and isn't there yeah. like old man Logan as well? Yeah, there's a bunch of Wolverines now. Why? Like, yeah, whatever. It's comic books. Who cares? Fuck, man. I'm so <laughs> glad I can't read that shit anymore. <laughs> J- Jonathan Hickman is writing the the X Men books, good. starting uh, like a month or two away, which is really really exciting. He's doing two X books. Really? Yeah. So they're like now that the Disney sale and Fox things final is that coincidental? Well, do I don't think? know how. Much, I mean, like I don't know if this is something that he's wanted to write for ages and they're just waiting for the right time, or they've just paid for like one of the most beloved Marvel writers to just to give him the big bucks. Just fix. What the are the X-Men teams books. that he's working with? We don't know yet. He's going to do like one book that's all about the history of the X Men, and awesome. then one that's yeah, it, it's like one that celebrates. It's going to be all. it's going to be really defining. Like we haven't really had like. A lot of people will direct you to the, like Grant Morrison's new X Men run or um, Joss Whedon's Astonishing X Men run. X-Men. I've read both, of but those. I feel like in between the, those two, like that's when that's when X Men was last at its most. <laughs> Astonishing was kind of the last big X Men thing. Wasn't yeah, it? like there's there's, I, there's definitely highlights from. I, I really enjoyed Jason Aaron's Wolverine and the X Men run. That's right, really that was good. good. I read that too. I even like Matt Fraction's X Men run too. And then, um, but it I, got to a point where like Brian Bendis fucked it up for. Is so that many where Cyclops years. went bad and like? G- uh, they killed Professor Rex. They got so obsessed with just Cyclops like, being a bad guy. It's so boring. Fuck that. Like, it's so yeah. boring. And uh, and like this massive fight between Wolverine and Cyclops. And so is Professor X still dead? Uh, I 
I think kind not really. No, I think he's back too. It's it's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. But the the, the Marvel's mass biggest problem is that they always they, they put out way too many comic books. Like monthly or just like I think that they have they would have more than double the the amount of monthly books that than DC do. Like sixty something, right? Like like <laughs> Closer to 100. A month. A month, yeah. It's so expensive. Just like so many comics coming out. Yeah, right. Um, some of them are like, you know, more, more regular than a month. Yeah. They just have way too many titles. And, and like, they'll have up to 10 X-related books. Like, so it'll be like f- f- four to six X-Men books. And yeah. then like a Wolverine book, a Storm book, a Nightcrawler book, what? Uh, a Jean right Grey book. No, like, like, you know, at, at any given point. Sure. Yeah. And so like, I think they... I'm still shocked they kept Wolverine dead for so long. That's such a... Yeah, well, he is back now. Um, <laughs> but there's two Wolverines. And there's a, one of them is Celestial and like, oh my God, ah. it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad... I'm glad I... Like that... I don't know. That's, that's if you If me. you embrace how stupid comics are sometimes, it is really fun. Yeah. But like, yeah, sometimes you, 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 you get emotionally invested in certain characters and then they do something really dumb with them and you're like, oh, fuck you, comics. Yeah. Yeah, that's the beauty and also the like shit thing of comics that like you know a different writer can come in. Yeah, but like with Marvel as a comic book publisher, I I can pinpoint like you know like their main problem is that they have too many titles and so their best assets are stretched too thin. So the quality and, like, suffers and shit. Yeah, totally. And also like there's just too many plot points going on at any given time. But at least with Marvel, like because they put out so many titles, they have all these like weird fringe books that allow them to do like yeah. stranger ideas with different art. And so I generally will gravitate towards Marvel books more than DC books. Cause DC is just always ch- chasing that like event. No, no. Marvel's way more event. Sure. DC is much more like, Hey, m- old men. Remember when comics were badass? <laughs> remember when comics didn't even bother to vote? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, remember so, when the comics were, Remember the two genders of comics Remember when comics used to Yeah exactly Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember when comics were for men Remember when Frank Miller was uh, Yeah overseeing every comic <laughs> Yeah So They always kind of chase that And then There'd be like maybe three DC books that I read Monthly now and, and I still keep up with Over ten Marvel books Yeah sure Anyway what was the question again I think it was just like Context for like What X-Men was in the 90s as It was enormous Compared to now Yeah, yeah I, The cartoon was incredible Cartoon was a like Entry point for a lot of people Yep um, It's still like Probably that dumb like '90s beer goggle shit. Like it's probably a shit ass cartoon, but the animation certainly is terrible. Yeah, best theme song of all time. Yep, pretty good. There's also there's a dance hall remix of it, which is really sick. Yeah, that's right. There is. Um, you know, led the way to some of the first viral videos on the internet of Juggernaut bitch. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So much so that Vinnie Jones. So much that that's referenced in Last Stand, which we will be talking about. Um, but yeah just like I guess like setting the it's more of a setting the stage of like how fucking big X-Men was like it was huge I remember reading rumors in 1994 that the Fleetwood Mac album yeah I remember reading the liner notes and going that's a very interestingly made album I can't wait to see where it was engineered and remixed they hated each other and yeah how did they do this why has he got two balls hanging from his pants there is an amazing Fleetwood Mac joke in uh, season two of Barry can't wait for you to get there well uh, I finished Veep so now I have to unreal um Fuck man, yeah, I remember it was rumored for years that they're doing an X Men movie, X Men movie, and it was on the cards for ages. I think that first one, it was in like development for like ten years at least. Right, <coughs> and then it finally happened. Brian Singer, hot young thing, <laughs> which is uh, coincidentally what he's into now. <laughs> um, you know, off the back of <coughs> Usual Suspects, right, given X Men, and you know, made I guess this movie that was. Not shit, which is why it went super well. 
I think it, yeah, I mean, do you agree with me that the pacing of that movie is like one of its strong I have points? to watch it again. And a lot of these memories that we'll be making tonight, I'm sure are ones that 2019 me would not withhold. But maybe, and maybe I've been spoiled. Maybe because I've seen like a pretty well-made, exceptionally well-made in some parts, 22 Conti- continuity linked comic book saga. I watched them fold out on the screen. I watched them all except the Wolverine four years ago on a plane. That's so weird. Why did you do that? Um, I was like, oh, I'll do this. I, I was flying to New York and I was just like, fuck it. I was watching the X Men. Every X. That's wild. Yeah. So I watched, yeah, X Men 1, 2, and that 3. That first one was bonkers. First class, um, Days of Future Past, and Wolverine Origins. Yeah. Wow. And Why'd then, you watch Wolverine Origins? I'd never seen it before. It's so terrible. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, it was yeah. shot mostly. It was all shot here. No, that's the Wolverine. No, it was shot was here shot. as well. Both Wolverine movies are yeah. shot in Australia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Will I Am was in Australia filming. Will I Am was. Will, Wolverine Will Origins? I was, yeah. Will, Will he was. <laughs> um, but yeah, that first one was bonkers, man. You know, it's oh, yeah. pretty like basic script. I mean, some of that imagery from that movie is still some of the shit that I think about when I say like that opening Auschwitz scene. I think that's like one of the like more iconic comic book movie scenes. That's yeah, that's 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 awesome. th- that's the X Men version of um of Batman's Batman parents dying, getting because they kept doing the it over yeah, and over exactly, again. Over You're completely right. Um, and that was also like, oh, this doesn't look like a comic book movie. Like that's the opening scene. Remember? Yeah, totally. It's like, oh, these guys are serious. And then it was like. We had Wolverine, and I think what's really good about that first movie is you see it through like Rogue and Wolverine's eyes, who were kind well, of these Rogue outsiders. Rogue is such a massive character. That was Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin was her. Yeah, who yeah, I wish yeah. like she's a New Zealand actor. She was in as we we'll get to the later. Piano that, is, that, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in the piano. She was at one point the youngest person nominated for an Oscar. Fly Away Home with a. Uh, one is that of, her? One of the guys from Dumb and Dumb. Yeah, you're right. Was she my girl? No, that's... I always get... That, we've got that mixed yeah, up yeah. on the pod heaps. <laughs> Whatever. That's, that's Anna, Anna Klumsky. Yeah, who's in... Um, Veep. Veep. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I really think that's successful at that movie. And, you know, it's like... Yeah, I think, like, the best thing about the X-Men more than maybe all comic book characters, it's, like, about being different, better than any of them because you're born that way. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. you, know, you know, obviously, race, sexuality, like, it plays into that just... You know, it's it's a beautiful allegory for that. And, you know, the X-Men was, what, 60s? Like, boom of counterculture yep. when it was created. And it's, like, that's the best thing about that movie. It's, like, basically, you know, and at the time, now it's very problematic, but it was, like, queer filmmaker um, making, you know, he's now had concretes. <laughs> he's now had, uh, let's just say, like, uh, 50 above-ground um, uh, spas full of evidence of his uh, pedophilia. <laughs> crimes um they're all quite, in perth yeah they're on P- big mining boom but you know at the time <laughs> big, big minor boom <laughs> big minor energy but before that like it was a you know a young queer filmmaker making these movies and it's kind of you know that was very cool seeing him make like allegorical shit now i just can't think of all of the people he was torturing during <laughs> the production which is just horrible um Look, all I'm saying, I'm glad they cast an adult as Wolverine because that would have made it just a little harder to rewatch these. Take your shirt off again, Hugh. Hugh, we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the great thing was seeing... And it looked great for its time. Like, I think the, the effects now aren't that brilliant in all parts, but some of them do hold up. Yeah. Like, uh, the great introductions. Like, great introduction to Professor X. You know, 
It did so many cliches so well. And this is what's so funny. So many things that happen to that movie happens in every X-Men movie. Totally. Like, like the formula. Like him it. meeting people and talking to them in their head and people freaking out. People not accepting him at first, <coughs> but then coming around in a way. Like, yeah. yeah. Magneto being misunderstood and you kind of root for him, but you don't. And like flipping gun. Like it had set the precedent of so many things. Mystique freak out, like fake outs. I forget. Yeah, Mystique is such a... Like, yeah. For Mystique... Man, we could just do an hour on like Mystique, like how she was this fringe character. <laughs> Fucking the comic, she's like Rogue's mom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that, that, that's like that go. Once upon a time. Yeah, yeah. Does that change now? No, no. I, I, I think that now was, she's like, an Oscar winner called um, Jennifer Lawrence yeah, in the comics. Totally. You know, they, they just make them exactly the same. But uh, you know, she was this like silent character who had no dialogue in the films, and then they cast her for some reason as a lead in first class and then Jennifer Lawrence won Oscars and now she's like the front of every post. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Mystique, really? Yeah, it's and, like, she's, and, she's a, and she's a good a good character as opposed to a villain. fucking bonkers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> but that first movie, like, yeah, you know, it has Ray Park in one of his only non-Darth Maul roles. Right. Playing Toad. Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah. But, um, you know, for a, and then yeah, it, did, it did wonders. It was huge, whatever. But then the second movie was like, the f- well, it, it was in that echelon of sequels that were better than the first, you know, like in conversation. Okay, people so would I've, be like, I've fucked this up for myself. I went and saw X Men 2. Um, I, I skipped art school for the day, I got yeah. super stoned, and then I was you like, I I'm too high to go then. home. I'm gonna go and watch an X Men, this X Men 2 movie. Have you seen X Men 1 at that point in your I, life? I had, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and I liked it a lot, and I <laughs> was just falling in and out of consciousness <laughs> throughout Damn this bitch. movie and just having no idea what was going on. And so now whenever I like, I've seen that movie twice since, but both times I still like, I just go back to being, what the fuck's going on? Why do people love this one again? It's I don't so understand. good. It's such a good film. I, I, for whatever reason, I, I, I just like the, f- the first one more than the second one. Yeah. Right. I think the second one's a far better film. It's, it's just that everything's established and it's just like, like good sequels, it's just like hits that ground running. It has the best opening sequence, the assassination attempt on the president with um, Nightcrawler. That, that's brilliant. But isn't that also the one where they're like on a, um, on a field trip and um, Professor X oh, it freezes, like, freezes time and like no one can move except No, it doesn't freeze time. He just like make, stops everyone moving. He does that in every movie too. Okay, right. That's like the Matrix had come out yeah, yeah. and Fox were like, oh, we need to do bullet time. And they're like, yeah, just have Professor X stop every person from moving. That was his power. And the big, the, the big thing I mean, that is the big fight between um, Mystique and Wolverine. Yeah, I think so. No, they make X-23. No, Lady Deathstroke. Lady Deathstroke, that's right. Yeah, it's not that good. But I think it was better than the first one. And it's like more of... There was that... You know what? It was William Stryker was the villain in that one. And that's it was right. Brian Cox. And they do that mad raid on the mansion. And it's like... Teen Colossus and all the like everyone's out for the night the adults are out and they try to raid all the kids and it's like this really awesomely shot just well paced like kids getting fucked up by army men like it, it's a good scene and I think like Iceman goes home and is, like comes out to his parents and they disown him and stuff that's right yeah, yeah. like I dealt with more shit like that which was kind of interesting um who's a good character in those movies is um Angel that's a terrible character in those movies is he? yeah man oh he's in- he's so he's in one scene at the start of um, the third movie and then he's recast in a completely different person in Apocalypse. Don't worry, I did some deep no, Isn't he in the first one? No, I think you're Bobby Iceman. Okay, right. Bobby Drake. What? Angel's yeah. in one scene in the third, first one. He's 
like a kid born with wings and his dad's trying to remove them. Okay, maybe I just And it spurs the plot onto the third movie, which is and the worst, I hate this device in X things, a cure for mute, like uh, gets rid of the mutant gene. Right, yeah, And then sure. everyone loses their powers or some shit. And then the last scene is him flying because he's free and he has like no dialogue, I think. Oh, right. I guess I just remember that scene of him kind of like trying to hide his wings. Yeah, it's only in the, the opening montage of like it- number three. Oh, that's not in the first movie? No. Oh, wow. That's I, I, I say that You were just stoned throughout just every X-Men movie. <laughs> that's my rule. Eating, getting munchies. <laughs> but, um, Art school's a wild time, everybody. So I'd say right now, let's do like... So the first X-Men movie, I would say then I thought it was great. Now I'd be like, it's not that good for me personally. Like, right, I sure. wouldn't watch it. Okay. If I'd watch it again. I, I, um, my, <laughs> my wife has only seen like two of these movies so at one point I would love to watch all these again with oh, that's right the good thing in X-Men 2 they go he goes to Canada to like the Weapon X base and I think he's like led back there that's right I think yeah it was like some good character development shit maybe Jean died at the end of X-Men 2 I think she sacrifices herself yes and then we see like a shot of the phoenix on the water which spoiler alert will become a motif for uh, several films yeah yeah um, so then the third movie came out Brian Singer wasn't doing it and it's Brett Ratner, right? Brett Ratner, <laughs> Rat Pack stepped up, who's also was me too That's right. By a future ex-cast member, Olivia Munn. Uh, and of course, we have Joss Whedon as well, because he's also not a good dude. Yeah, he? yeah. And Brian Singer. Like, so far, it's like the trio of like guys who are Probo or me too or actual <laughs> pedophiles. It's amazing so far. And when I say amazing, I mean horrible. So X- X-Men Last Stand is like, one, it, it's pretty much the worst, like... Remember in the first 10 minutes, Cyclops and Professor X die? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the post credit scene is they discover Charles Xavier's <laughs> twin brother and he's in a hospital bed and he turns around with Professor X's voice and goes, Moira? And that's how the movie ends and it's never addressed again. <laughs> so these, these movies were great. They did post-credit scenes but like never bothered to like send the notes to the next dude who was writing the movie. Now, what's interesting about X3, Simon Kinberg, Screenwriter wrote that. Now he's written some fucking doozies. I was looking at his um his rap sheet last night. But what's amazing about the Last Stand River? It was more or less a very loose adaptation of uh, the, the the Dark Phoenix saga, like yep. one of the, the most beloved or Claremont one of the most run. famous runs. I don't know if it's beloved. Would you call it, it beloved? It, it it on the on a few comic book websites it's as recently as like five years ago. It wins like it still wins the best. Comic for book years, runs didn't it? Like of all how time. long? Like five well, no, six no, years. No, the that part of it in particular, like Claremont's run, goes forever. Oh, I'm thinking of the Dark Phoenix run is only like seventeen issues or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't person. I can't. I've read a lot of. Claremont stuff I don't love it just Why don't you love it? It's really really overwritten Like, like Whedon? Or? In the same way that like Manga will um, Tell you the inner thoughts Of every single Oh no You know like Manga will tell you The inner thoughts Of just the main character Who yeah, you're seeing It does for every character Yeah Claremont does it For every single character As they're doing anything sure. Well Simon Kinberg Cut his teeth Writing Triple X State of the Union That was his first film <laughs> His third film uh, uh, He did Mr. and Mrs. Smith After that then um, X-Men The Last Stand, then Jumper, the only other movie Hayden Christensen starred in for about 10 years. Yep. Uh, then he came back and wrote X-Men in between other stuff. He returned to the X um, universe, I guess, with Days of Future Past. Right. Then did the Josh Trank Fantastic Four, wrote that. Oh, wow. Then wrote X-Men Apocalypse and now made his directorial debut and wrote Dark Phoenix, which so is arguably a remake of a movie X-Men that he wrote Last already. Stand, yeah. which is amazing. This motherfucker is obsessed with Jean Grey getting fire on her. 
Um, so that first it, movie's fucked. Remember, like, there's a lake at the start. Like, I, I barely remember. I remember you see, like, Last Stand, floating. you mean? Last Stand. Yeah, and that, you see, like, Cyclops is, like, fucking Oakley's floating and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, like, yeah, she, like, absorbs him or something like that? Or just, yeah. yeah and then, like, there's a cure for mutant shit. Yep. And then Magneto has, like, an army. And the cure isn't really a cure. It's, like, whenever you are near this mutant, he... he Disables your He's power He's like some kid or something Isn't yeah, he yeah. yeah It's really bad His name's like Slug or something like yeah, that Yeah it's so bad And then there's like A big fight in the end And Professor X dies For some reason At the start And then his body's in an, His consciousness Is in another body And then like The movie's over Oh the best Kelsey Grammer As Beast is in it That's right Which was At the time Inspired casting But even <laughs> watching These new ones casting. They've just never Nailed the Beast Special effects Like it looks shit I like him in first class He's great in first class because he's that sick, um, astonishing X-Men star where he's like a cat. Yeah, totally. But then for some reason in Apocalypse Onwards, it's just disavowed and he's like that. He just looks like Kelsey Grammer Beast. Yeah. I don't know why. Kelsey Grammer Beast. It's probably his plot point. Remember they used to have like plot points where he's like, I don't know. Well, he's forever mutating. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That's right. He was the first mutant to have a second mutation. That's right. Yeah. No, Wolverine was. But he's had multiple... He like, Beasts look like <laughs> different animals. He looked like years. naked Hulk. Like he looked like skin-toned Hulk in the like 60s. Remember? When, when he looks like a cat man, that's my favorite. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was sick when... Cat man that. in a suit. Blue cat man in a suit. Yeah, that shit ruled. Um, and then we heard nothing for years. And then they did X-Men Origins. Wolverine Origins. Wolverine Origins. And they were, they were planning that. And the Magneto film, I remember. That right, was like sure. the big talk. They were like, um, we've, we've filmed the scene where he... Where Holocaust. He, in the Holocaust four times. We've got to do an entire movie of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck, what happened? So Wolverine Origins is like insanely bad. Like I think it's much, much worse than Last Stand. Yeah, it's, Last probably, Stand, it's the lowest like, point of... Last the, Stand is terrible, but the, the plot is coherent and like at least it kind of has a point. Yeah, it, the other funny thing with Last Stand it is it's so tonally different to the first two films. And yeah, it's yeah. just like Wolverine's become like... Christopher Reeve Superman You know what I mean <laughs> yeah, Like yeah. he's like The nice Friendly guy Saving the day yeah, Everything yeah. is so off About it It's great But Wolverine Origins Opens He's a the... kid In like the 1700s Yeah like that shit is That shit is boring But the, I do um, like seeing him As a little kid Get bones coming Through his hands so That's yeah. sick But the um, The best part of that movie Is the opening credits Where it's him Every war they fight And Liev Shriver yeah. As um as So that was another Big recast Remember that like um In the first X-Men movie Sabretooth He's like this big Who at the time Was such a big villain In the 90s Because yeah, yeah. he was like The Ven You know what It was just Marvel fucking loved Having heroes And then like Bigger Wacker looking version yeah. yeah yeah And remember Sabretooth Was like A wrestler in the first movie right. And he just growled He had no dialogue Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Which is so funny <laughs> Remember in the first movie Magneto like lives in a cave <laughs> Remember? Yeah Oh and the best thing In number two I just remember Magneto's escape from the prison Is sick When he gets like the iron Out of the Oh that's blood. unreal Like oh, that's yeah, yeah. it Like two has some like Fucking dope ass Like set pieces But uh, it's still not, I don't know Brian Cox rules too Yeah I like two the most So far out of these ones Nightcrawler looks fucked <laughs> Alan Cumming He rules in it Yeah he's great But he looks so funny Going back to that now Oh he looks fucked In the new one Yeah that's true What's too. funny too The only other Non-human X-Men In these movies That are just blue yeah. That they don't explore Anybody else I kept noticing that The other night I'm like There's three blue people And there's like Five people in the team you, As an Avatar fan Does this please you? It's that stolen valor. <laughs> they're not. They're, they're like five foot. They're not. They're not nine foot and naked. There's a what well, one of them is, but still. Only oh, they've all got tails. No, just two of them. Just Nightcrawler. Right. Beast. We don't know. Yeah. Right. I he like Beast to keep that to himself. Okay. Um, 
but the what Wolverine Origins? Do you remember it leaked like six months ahead a, a work cut and that like ruined the movie? Really? Well, I'm pretty sure it. the movie ruined the movie. But yeah, there's some appalling stuff in that film. The dead, the Deadpool stuff is. Oh, the, 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 that's the thing this movie's remembered for now. It's now being referenced in Deadpool too. Yeah. So they they you know famously cast Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. They they again this is just they they, they the retconning in these movies they got away with, but now it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't fly like this level of retconning. Remember. Now it's Wolverine and he's like basically Captain America at the start. He's like in the Second World War with like a team of like dudes, like yeah, Deadpool, yeah, totally. and they're all mutants. And like Ryan really Reynolds am. is just a dude with two swords. He's like a fast-talking, funny guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then at the end, he's a mutant made up of everyone's powers, whose mouth is stitched shut, and he has like blades. He looks like Baraka from uh, Mortal Kombat Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wild. And he can teleport. He has. Cyclops laser what eye. The fuck. Yeah. It's so wild. And Danny Houston plays young William Stryker. That's right. Um, I think all of it was like shot at Homebush, seriously. <laughs> and the what else is in that movie? There's the blob. I remember there's a scene where they go to like a boxing ring and there's like that fat blob dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had Gambit. That's right. Played by Taylor Kitsch. Yes. Which is that was shocking. It was so bad. That movie yeah. is insane. It's set over like three hundred years. <laughs> it's like Highlander. <laughs> It's insane. So that movie bombed. That was trash as hell. Um, what was next? First, First class, class was kind of like, a, like soft a soft reboot. Which First class was good. I mean, I think I liked it. I've never seen it since I saw it at the cinema. It's yeah, it's a, fun, a really fun movie. And it was, what was great was a period film, and I think that was like super sick about it. We hadn't really seen a superhero period movie at that point. And it was directed by Matthew Vaughn, right? Yeah. Who did Kick Ass? Because uh, Singer was like not there, and everyone liked it because he made like a he brought like a new energy to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, if- there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Felt as like fresh as the first ones did when they came out, I thought. Yeah. It had the first like comic accurate suits. And, and Remember the period, they're wearing like art, yellow and blue yeah, outfits. And, and the period seen. setting is great. That was the best thing about it. And we hadn't seen a period comic book movie at that point. Like it was set in the 60s. Um, you got Emma Frost. McAvoy was sick, and um, Fastmatter was awesome. Like Fast, you're like, oh, so these are almost as good as like I don't think of the new guys. Totally, the, the original only, dudes. The only tie to that, <laughs> those first movies is they there's a Re-show cameo the cameo from Wolverine, Wolverine who tells yeah. them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, yeah, which is great, great stuff, awesome stuff. And I probably don't like it. And what's funny too, the ending sucks. What happens in the end? It's like a big showdown on like an island, and um, it's the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's right. <laughs> Because I want to prove that they're, <laughs> that they're helpful That's right. to America. And then Magneto like fucks everything up and cripples. Um, yeah. He, yeah he, Professor X. Professor X. But what was funny about that movie was they blew their... At this point, they didn't know what they were going to do next. 
and they blew their wad on all of the like A grade X Men with the original ones. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And so they have like havoc, which makes no sense because Scott Summers is like yeah, totally his younger brother who's You've got forty years. Um, uh, Banshee, Azale, 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 Azrael, whatever the yeah, he's actually um Nightcrawler's dad, dad, yeah, who's red, yeah. Is he in it? Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, Havoc, who's um, Cyclops from the chest. Which is <laughs> that? What's up with that dad's nut? Does he just nut in people and their kids like shoot lasers out of? Them? What's up with that dad's nut? <laughs> but seriously, why do all their boys just shoot laser out of them? It's so funny. I always found Havoc super lame. <laughs> yeah, he's written. I've, I've read him written well a few times, but he is like, yeah, it's, it's a, just lesser Cyclops. It's a weird power. Yeah, now, like there's no other way. But when when. I was reading him when Cyclops was, was straight up a bad guy. Yeah, sure. So it was pretty easy to write Havoc Beast as a better is in character. It. Beast and um, Raven's in it, which is Mystique. Was she even called Raven in the comics? No. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, and that first one's kind of... Kevin Bacon's a bad guy, which rules. Yeah, as, uh, is it Seb, Sebastian yeah. uh, Shaw? Seb Shaw. No, yep. Seb, no, that's an actor. Isn't it? Sebastian Shaw plays... Oh, yeah. a soldier. Fuck. It's about, oh, whatever. He's Sebastian Bacon. Someone sure. <laughs> Something like that. And I remember that movie when that came out, everyone was like, oh, cool. X-Men feels good again. Yep. Or something. Maybe. That was like... Yeah, like, yeah it was like, yeah, we're capturing that same energy. That first it was around movie. the time of the first few MCU movies. So, but then they were like, fuck it. Let's have Akeko need it too. Let's bring these two universes together. Well, read, did you read that? Matthew Vaughn recently spoke and he's like, oh, I presented a trilogy and we're going to end with Days of Future Past. Right. And he's like, that was my big idea. Um, they loved it so much and he was really vocal. It's amazing. He's like, I think it was this week or last week. And he's like, and this is how fucking terrible Hollywood is. They were like, no, that's going to be so big and so fun. We're skipping your second movie and we're making that now and uh, we'll take your script. Thank you. And they took it and Brian Singer came back. Right. And made Days of Future Past. So that's actually the best rated X-Men movie. Yeah. And I really, I, I remember you don't like it. I think it's good. It's oh, like, I really like it. It's my favorite X Men. Th- there's movie. moments of it that I think are fucking awful, like all of the future set stuff. See, is I love shocking. Just how fucking weird that is. Right. I love that they're just like, um, yeah, fuck it. It's in the future and everything's really bad. And I love that there's no. X- it's just reminds me. No, you know sure, what? that's great. That's I mean, that's straight out of the comic. But I mean, like the. It reminds the, me of Judgment Day. The setting though is like China. I think they're in China. No, but like when all, when all the battles are happening, it's just like this like weird holographic background. It's like. Is it? I always thought it was like dark, like shit. I always thought it was like bombed out like town. No, it's like weirdly tech. Yeah, right. What's the future, man? You don't know what the future's like. <laughs> but the best, you know, the thing that movie did was that at I, the time, I, I watched it on a plane screen, so I could oh, have, okay, I could no, have I this wrong. I saw it at um the premiere, I think, and I remember really liking it. But then now I'm like, was that because I had that like as we've spoken about that post postcoital premiere? There's a, there's a bunch of really great stuff in there. I mean, there's, there's a lot some of, of the best excellent Magneto moments. Plus, it was amazing to see Charles Xavier and... Um, oh. Both Charles as well. Wait. Are we skipping one? Did the Wolverine come after First Class? Uh, yes. The Wolverine came after First Class. Right. So, have you seen that one? Sandy no, Pan? the Wolverine came after... No, no, because okay. the post credit scene of the Wolverine is fucking everyone at the airport and then everybody stops moving and Professor X is their first time you've seen him since he died. And he goes, Logan, we need your help. Right. Okay, Do you remember? Sure. No, I don't remember that at all. So, and what's so dumb about that? Like the Wolverine, you watch it, it looks like it's set now. Right. But then he's like, Logan, we need your help. Another brilliant, like fucking impossible continuity. The next time you see them helping him, it's the future. <laughs> and... Kitty Pride uses River she can just make people time travel. Yeah, that's right. Which cool new power. Stupid. That 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 shit is what I hated. Like yeah, yeah, put yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Cool new power. 
But like, still, that movie has some like. I do like that they make a Wolverine who goes back in time. They kind of make it make sense because they're like, you're the only person born then. When they send him back, who can help us? And so they, he doesn't time travel, just conscience time travel. That's right. Which is kind of cool. Like, yeah, I liked that. I like that. I mean, I don't know if I, how I feel, but this is the movie where they make Mystique the hero. Yeah, it does one of the best sequences, and they all suck since that amazing Quicksilver sequence to the um, of course Simon Garfunkel song in um the Pentagon. Pentagon. Yeah, that's yeah. an amazing sequence, and. Him in general is great. So much better than the MCU's uh, Quicksilver, which was simultaneously at the yep. same time. Absolutely shocking. And because what they did, what they did terribly with the MCU um, Quicksilver, they didn't show you him moving. It was just fast. Yeah, that's people right. were standing there and they're like, "Whoa!" and on the ground. But the beauty with this, it was like it was a, I, you know, I, I think Brian Singer, you know, as much as he's a pedophile, um, <laughs> great way to begin describing. No, somebody. just he's a far better filmmaker than Joss Whedon. Right. I think like a, a, a better director. Um, but I guess director also has to have duty of care and you don't <laughs> assault the children on you. So anyway, I just think... He's he, got an eye for visual flair that Joss Whedon doesn't. Yeah. Oh, talking about film, not away from film. His eye for visual flair is horrible offset, but while making a movie, brilliant. And yeah, that, that sequence I think is like top three X sequences. Yeah, it's yeah, excellent. It's so good. Scene. Yeah, and then like, I mean... I've only seen Apocalypse. Do they try and do it again in... Uh, is he even in no, this? he's in like two minutes of it. It's amazing. Yeah, right. They're just no one's in this movie. They walk around and... Uh, we'll get to it. I can't wait to get to it. But um, I think Days of Future Past might be my favorite related... My favorite core X-Men movie. Right, okay, sure. Though I am, would love to know what his second film was. Yeah. So it's fantastic. This isn't my other favorite thing about these films. <coughs> so number six... Sorry, um... First class, 60s. Yep. Days of Future Past, 70s. Nobody's aged. Yeah, totally. Apocalypse, 80s. Again, no one's aged. No one's aged, yep. And we get to Dark Phoenix and nobody's aged. So there's just 40... When's Dark Phoenix? 93, 94. Oh, right. Okay, No sure. one's aged. Do they lean into 90s stuff at all? Not at all, yeah, which right. is so stupid. Like, they could have even, like, leaned into, like, having, like, a super... Nin- like... Apocalypse leaned into it. Remember, like, one of them is dressed like Thriller, like Nightcrawler wears, like, Michael Jackson. Yeah, and then the Quicksilver bit is set to Sweet Dreams while you're with me. Yeah, none of... There's no 90s references in this movie. It's so bad. Which is so bizarre because X-Men is such a 90s franchise. It's insane. I finally got a X-Men movie in the period where it belongs. Um, And, yeah, not... But Apocalypse... No, wait, how does... So... Days of Future Past ends end? with them going back in time or whatever, and um, and Jean being alive again. It's like Jean, young Jean. At she, the end, she comes. Oh no! Uh, no at the end, Wol- he, he wakes up wakes in the up future. In the, that's right. He wakes up in the, and in he the, sees Rogue and Bobby, and he sees Cyclops. I watched that scene last night on my phone. And then he sees Jean <laughs> at the end or whatever. Jean turns yep. around. Yeah. And then um, he walks into Professor X's office, and he's like, Logan. You're late for teaching history class. And he's like, well, I thought you could teach me some history. And he goes, welcome back. You did it. Or something like that. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so, so good. Um, and then that was the first indication of them being like, oh, don't worry. None of the other X-Men movies happened, right? Or they're now set another timeline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the- this is, and this is where she gets whack, where there's no clarification. So then Apocalypse came out. No, that's right. The post credit scene for Days of Future Past. What's Apocalypse's full name? Like Oman Ara or some shit? It's fucking Oscar like, Isaac's most miscast role. His, um, What's his name? I, Isaac, no, Ivan Ooze. That's he looks, yeah. Remember, you, whatever, remember the, remember Apocalypse has like a name, like an Egyptian name. 
Okay, whatever. Remember that was the post credit scene for Days of Future Past. It's like in ancient Egypt. Oh, right. Okay, people sure. like chanting his name or some shit. Right. So then the next movie is him being dug up in the 80s um, apocalypse. That's right. And then... And, and, and what's her name? Um, is she the Australian actor? Um, oh, she's in like Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. But she's in First Class. Yeah, I know, but she's just a bizarre character and to have in these And then she's just in this one again? Yeah, yeah. Skipped. And it's such a massive role in it too. So weird. So then he's like defrosted or whatever from being like buried and then... Collects his four horsemen. Now, this is amazing. Wait, she plays Moira, right? She yeah, Moira, Moira Taggart. Yeah, 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 Moira Taggart, yeah. So, what's amazing in this movie, I forgot about this. Um, Storm's bad. He goes into like somewhere and goes, like, You, you're a mutant, you join me. And like, Storm's this teenage villain in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Oh, I also forgot my other favorite thing about Days of Future Past. My favorite plot point is, and it's so unearned. Charles Xavier in it has long hair and can walk because he's taking a drug which stops his mutant powers. That's right. Doesn't make any sense. Why would he walk? <laughs> he's still paraplegic. That's incredible, right? And it's like so unearned. It's like, no, we only just met this Professor X. Like, you shouldn't, we, we don't have the right to see him disheveled. So bad. Um, Apocalypse, I can't remember much from it. It's fucking awful, but it's it came disgusting. out in the same year that um, BVS and um, Suicide Squad came out. So everyone forgot about it. Yeah. But and I it, think it, it was might be worse than both of those movies. It, Brian Singer, who at least made three formidable X movies, it's a, it's a dumpster fire. Yeah. It's so bad. I remember just watching it. It was just like a CG fuck fest. There's one... Is, it, is that movie or Days of Future Past where... Quicksilver learns that his dad is Magneto and it's like a funny moment on screen. Yeah, it's Apocalypse. That's kind of funny. Yeah, it's biz- that, that, that end battle where it's just them taking turns, failing at fighting Apocalypse one-on-one instead now, of teaming up. someone reminded me last night and I had no idea about this. So, they're all taking turns fighting Apocalypse. Who is Oscar Isaacs again? I just want to bring that up again. <laughs> is Wolverine in this movie? Oh, oh my God. They go to fucking Weapon X or That's whatever. Right. The kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason. They just try and do so much in this movie. And then they like Wolverine breaks out and he's like Weapon X headgear and just takes on like 10 people. Yeah, and then and then just kind of like staggers out naked and, yeah. and runs away. Fucking like hell. kind of jogs off into the it's snow. It's insane. It's weird. It's hobble. so funny. Yeah. Now what's also interesting is we're introduced to the young X kids. So we meet Cyclops, Nightcrawler, all that. And then the leads in this, but they're like in this movie for maybe 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So the biggest problem with Dark Phoenix is as an audience, you have no connection to any of the leads and the, the whole movie is like Cyclops and Jean and like we don't know them. Right. Because they're these new young versions who are different to the other time. Like it's such a big leap Wait, for they're us. new casts. Well, it's the ones from the end. Remember the end scene of Apocalypse is them training in their 90s accurate gear. Remember Cyclops is wearing... I didn't know this. Noon reminded me so last night. So it's not night. James Mars. No, no, not James Mars. Who's, who was the no, guy? No, just kid. It's the kid from fucking Reading Player One. <laughs> so was, was he already? Has he been Cyclops in any of the other movies? Just the, like in Apocalypse Age. So Young Jean, oh, right. Nightcrawler, and who is it? A, a Cyclops so, yeah, are introduced just in Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Right. Okay. Sure. So they're all the leads in this. Right. But we don't really know them as an audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, okay. Like, sure. We don't really know who they are. We know what the adult versions were like 20 years ago <laughs> in a different timeline. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what was the other thing about Apocalypse? I think I had like... No, so the Apocalypse is just, just... Oh, yeah, so the end. They're all fighting, taking turns of failing. And then I think like Jean goes in Cerebro or something 
And then Professor X is like talking to her through his fucking mind as usual. And he goes, use your inner power. And she becomes the Dark Phoenix. That's right. But that's never discussed. And is the plot of this movie where she gets touched some solar flare and becomes the Phoenix. He also um, screams. But the same dude wrote both movies. <laughs> he also screams his hair off. In this movie? No, in Apocalypse. Professor X is how he goes bald. He like yells until all his hair falls You're out. You're kidding. Yeah, he's like, that's he's, amazing. He's trying to like psychically take take out Apocalypse. And I he, forgot about that. And he, and he yells so much, his hair he goes. They're going to watch Apocalypse again. <laughs> More than any of these it's ones a, we've like, discussed. It's, it, it, it'd be a fun couch movie for Just how bad it's so it is. Bad, yeah, yeah. yeah, but uh, she becomes Dark Phoenix in that movie. Like she becomes Phoenix in that movie. So that's how they decide they beat. But Apocalypse. the whole point of this movie is, I'm sure she doesn't have that power in her. It's like melds with her. She right. gets touched by a solar flare and then is Phoenix. Right, so is she the bad guy in this movie? Yeah. Right. But it skips that whole last scene, like the whole deus ex machina of her like destroying Apocalypse by becoming Phoenix. That's ignored and it's like everyone's shocked when she's the Phoenix in this. <laughs> but it's the same dude who wrote it. Yeah. So anyway, that movie's fucked. Then we have Logan. And like, we, I, I don't remember how, like, were we looking forward to that movie in the lead up to it? We skip I think we're trapped this. Those are Deadpools as well. Well, there's right? Deadpools, and we've spoken about those, and they they're funny or whatever. The first one's like way better than it has any right to be. And yeah, I think the second one is not great. Not not great. And they have funny but people, scenes. But people who loved the first one still love the second yeah. one. Yeah, and there's like yeah. funny moments where they're like, "Oh, we're not allowed into the X Mansion." Like they make fun of the fact they can't afford. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is great in both of them. I just, I really hated the story of the second one. I really like the first one. Yeah, we, like, we we were like, "This is gonna fucking suck!" Right up until like, yeah. we were sitting in the cinema. And then and the credits like, oh started, God. and I remember like I like laughed within yeah. ten seconds, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Okay, I man. think we were looking forward to Logan at that point because they're like, "It's a hard R movie." I don't mean, I mean hard that's R. The, yeah. <laughs> Logan says the N word for two hours. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm never one of those people that's like, I wasn't disappointed when Venom was actually not R. Like, no, I, I don't care about violence. But remember, the Wolverine movies. was like, "Now this is the Wolverine movie you wanted," but then right, they're like, sure. "Okay, Logan's the one you want." Yeah, and it was Old Man Logan. We saw the shots of him looking like an old piece of shit. Yeah, the cast was crazy. It was like, hurt. um, yeah, it had hurt. It had like Professor Xavier. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, there's like one or two things I don't like about the movie. Well, one thing really, like when he fights the clone of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that just reminds me of the Brian Singer movies. Yeah, definitely. Other than that. I'm like, I love him with the kids at the end. It reminds me of Hook. Yep. When he's like the older Peter Pan and he's like convincing them. I love that they like, there's comics of him. I so love that it ignores so much of... The angriest I am about them redoing Dark Phoenix is that like they they had an absolute... That could have been the end. They had a critical win. They had a like a, a What like a beautiful audience shot for win. that movie too. Like the lead character dying, finally... Dying, but like, you, like, like they don't have to like not do any more X Men movies. But do you? You had the introduction of X twenty three, make mm. a movie with her. But it's also like to me that's the best way to bow out. Like we're killing it with the lead character, and there's a big X in the ground where he's yeah. buried. And that 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 to me is like that did that would have done so much goodwill for the franchise and would have changed how people look back on it. That shit is super hokey when they turn the the, the crucifix into an X, but I loved it. Oh, same. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't Hugh Jackman's last role as, and also what a respectful, like bowing out of a role. I love that you can buy that movie in black and white. I've got the digital, <laughs> I've got so the funny, 4k um, iTunes and you can watch it in, uh, in noir. noir. Yeah, it's called um, Logan, noir. <laughs> Logan noir. I want to watch it like that. 
I don't know why. It would be kind of interesting. Um, also, probably best performance of Patrick Stewart I've seen. Definitely. I love it. And Beautiful, also... Really sad. Love... Um, what's his name as a... Uh, oh, Stephen Merchant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, amazing. He's awesome in it. Just... It's such a good film. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's such, such a, a really good to film. It. And the, like, it's a it, Western movie. It reminds me of like a fucking... Like no country in parts. And it's... I, I love the X-Men movies that are like the... Mutants are deeply affected by the problems of this movie, not the world. Yeah, I hate it when it's a world problem that the that the mutants have to deal with. Yeah, I love well then you're gonna love Dark Phoenix. Yeah, right. Opening scene is there's a '90s rocket launch, like a US rocket, and um, <coughs> it sees a solar flare and it gets fucked up. So the X Men save the day. They're heroes now. They're like the Beatles. People line up at airports holding signs saying like Nightcrawler and Rogue and stuff. Um, so who's in it? Who have we got? We've got. Cycle. So what's what's okay? So the last shot of Apocalypse is them training the the X Men. Right. Professor X is watching. It looks like nineties X Men. Storm's got her white outfit on with like the cape that's connected to her. Hand. Everyone looks amazing. They look comic book accurate. So Storm is good at the end of Storm's Apocalypse good for some reason. Here. Nightcrawler's got his outfit on, like the red and blue outfit, like the nineties one. Was it Psylocke who who didn't who didn't turn on Apocalypse? She dies. Yeah, she's yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, sure. Um, an angel. Angel. It was Angel Storm. Magneto. Magneto's plot was kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Magneto's plot was kind of interesting. Apocalypse. Remember, he's working in a factory in Hungary. And he kills all his No, he saves a guy's life. And they realize he's a mutant. And they're like, cops, the army comes to get him. And they kill him. Remember, he's got a wife and kid. He's living in like a hut. And they accidentally kill the wife (laughs) and the kid in one shot. I was kind of into that. Like, I was like. But then he kills them all with a locket or something. Yeah. It's so stupid. So dumb. But I reckon that's. I guarantee that whole plot is left over from the aborted. um Magneto Origins movie. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. But I, I love that shit. I, lo- I would love a movie of like M- Michael Fassbender having to move town to town and try not to be a mutant. Yeah, that's a great. That's plot, such yeah. a good that's idea. Kind for of a what film. Logan is. Well, that's Logan yeah, ended yeah. up being that. Yeah, I thought that's uh, that that was that was kind of like yeah the the only redeeming part of that film I think. But so yeah, it's Nightcrawler. Oh yeah, so they're all in their comic accurate outfits fighting Sentinels. That's how the movie ends in the fucking danger room. That's right. Now they all wear. The outfits from Grant Morrison's X Men, so they're all blue with big yellow exits, which is terror like great outfit. But you ended with the nineties accurate yeah, outfits. Yeah, yeah. This movie's set in the nineties. Where the fucking Cyclops with the big like yellow Y on him with that yeah, yeah. weird but we've seen it. It's all gone. They wear like matching uniforms. Is Beast in this movie? Beast is in it. My favorite thing about this movie, nobody is ever in mutant form. Beast is human for ninety percent of it for some right. reason. He can now become Beast on command. Right. So he'll be Hank for most of it. Then they're like, suit up. He'll go, wow, oh. and become the beast. That's stupid. It's insane. Um, Jennifer Lawrence hates the makeup so much that she's just human for most of it. But like, be- the whole point of Beast is that he can't go back to his human form. And it's about like the dichotomy of this like Shakespearean loving, Ex- gentle exactly. thing. As he's like... Yeah, as no, a beast. So, yeah. so he just... he just Remember there was a plot in First Class or even... Days of Future Past where he had like big feet and was like trying to control it. Yeah. Like that's just all gone and now he's just like a buff looking... He's like the Hulk. But he yeah, he's the Hulk. Beast out. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure they've explained it in these bad movies why he can do that but I've forgotten and it's really dumb. So there's that. Um, Nightcrawler who's exactly the same. Nightcrawler still is kind of cool. Like I, I like Nightcrawler a lot as a character. Yeah. I always have. I just forgot his... What's his name? His first name? Kurt. Kurt. I always loved Kurt. Kurt Wagner, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think he's great. <laughs> he's very I don't know He's very lovable For some reason He's kind of like A little weakling he's or the something. elf 
Yeah, he's the elf, and he he does lots of cool shit. So he's his cool. his friendship with with Wolverine is one of the best things in about X Men, and yeah. we've so unexplored. Rarely got that in the movies. Uh, they're not even in a shot together. In X Men Two, maybe? he's not even in three. Yeah, right. It's fuck. insane. Like the continuity and stuff. Like yeah. this was back when I was thinking about this. This was when comic book movies were made and they were like making comic book movies for movie fans. Yeah. But now they're like, oh, we've got, we swear this guy has read all the comics and he's writing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, now they're yeah. like, or it's advised by like, like it's a council of comic book writers. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so funny how they're like, no, you can't do that. Oh no, this person can't interact that. Then they're like, yeah, Mystique's a good person, right? Yeah, cool. We'll check. It's, it's bonkers. So they go to space. They like rescue uh, there's some, some some astronauts or whatever. It's really funny. This phone rings in Professor X's office, and it's like the bat phone. He answers. He's like, "Yes, Mr. President, we'll be there right away." And it's got a <laughs> dude that has no buttons on it and has a big X on it. He's like, "Charles, are you seeing the TV? You got to do something." That's how it opened. It's like fucking Adam West Batman. Yeah, which I would have been fine with, but the tone is not that. It's yeah, just, sure. And it's just ah, uh, she goes to space. This this solar flare touches her, and she becomes Phoenix. Right. And then she comes back to Earth. She can't manage her power. The villain of the movie, it's the Skrulls. So this alien race comes down and then one of them assumes the form of Jessica Chastain and they're like, we've got to get that power. And that's the villain. It's an alien villain. It's like not humans. You know, the good thing about X-Men was like the villains were humans. Well, I mean, Dark Phoenix is is entirely set in space with alien (laughs) races and stuff like that. But this is just like unprecedented territory for this series of, you know, I know that continuity is not their strong suit, but it's like... Oh fuck! Marvel does space now. We've got to have aliens as villain. It just seems so. Yeah, you're right. There, undeserved there is a, like, phone yeah, in. like an Earth groundedness to. Oh, and they're, to they're in space in the opening scene. Like the fucking qu- black blackbird just in space. Like I know it can do that, but it's never happened. And they're just like, oh wow, we're in space. And unlike watching Endgame, when you see Cap and um, you know, has anyone ever been to space before? And you know that scene, and you realize these people are just so excited to be there. Yeah, it's just the first two minutes, and it's like no fanfare. Right. Should be a big thing. Yeah, sure. Superheroes in space, saving people. But then she comes back. I think Dazzle's in the movie. They're all in a forest partying and there's a girl singing, but it's like EDM. It doesn't sound like <laughs> 90s pop, which it should be. But yep. I thought that was kind of cool that there was a Dazzler reference. Yeah, sure. But it's not Dazzler. And then she like freaks out and gets hot and blows up. And then she finds out should we put spoiler tags on here? Oh, put spoiler tags. Okay. The one, the thing that sets her up. Look, everyone listening should know. I don't care what happens yeah. in, in this movie. And Nor Ang- should you. Angus is going to tell me, so I don't. Have so to I kind see of it. remember a lot because I did a bit of an Aquaman. I was messaging you a bit. You were like messaging me within fifteen minutes of the movie. It was starting. so bad. You could, ju- you could tell already from that point. So that let me get this out of the way. This movie looks like it was, and we know now for a fact it's like such a victim of reshoots that the budget is so small that so many set pieces. And big scenes are set in closed spaces with like six people. Right. Like so many scenes. There's one scene in particular where this battle starts out on a street, but then you can tell they changed the outcome of the battle or what they wanted to happen. So several characters just go inside this random bare house to fight. And it's in New York City. Like, why would they be in a house? So fighting? I know that the finale of this movie... <laughs> Apparently they, it was they, supposed to be the same as Captain Marvel, right? Yeah, they, they changed it from space to, 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 to a train because it was too similar to Captain Marvel's finale. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, she comes back. She finds out because she's so powerful now. So, the opening scene, we see her, like, kill her parents by accident. Right. She, like, flips the car while they're driving and they die and she survived. And then we see, like, Professor X go up. And this is so good. It's like they've decided now Professor X is Dumbledore. He gives this Dumbledore speech. He goes, 
oh, I'm coming to look out. You, you can come live with me now. Your parents are dead. And then she's like, oh, I don't want to. And then he's like, oh, come with me. You've got a gift. And she's like, what do you mean? And this is so Harry Potter. And it's great in Harry Potter. He goes, see this pen. It's a gift to you. Sell, now, me, sell me this pen. Now you can use it to either write or you could stab someone with it. But it's a gift and you can choose what to do with it. And I'm like, oh, that's straight up Dumbledore shit. Right. He's not like, like they've just made him Dumbledore. Um, it's so funny. And then like she finds out that he buried in her mind, her dad actually survived and didn't want her. So she goes back to visit her deadbeat dad. It's so weird. And she's like, it's me. And he's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, oh, there's no photos of me on the walls. Boom. And like blows up the house. And then the X-Men arrive and they're like, Jane, come on, come back home. Don't do that. And she goes, no. And then just kills Jennifer Lawrence like in 10 minutes. And no one reacted. Was a mistake dies in this just movie? Just like first 10 minutes. What the fuck? No one reacts. <laughs> she just dies. That's so funny. Why? Because Dark Phoenix. And then she just flies. She just becomes like Superman and starts leaving scenes flying. <laughs> and then what's amazing, such a cool subplot of the X-Men comics was Genosha, right? Yep. So, Which is the... the the like the, the mutant island given to Magneto by the yep. government, so that's in this movie. Except in the last in the in the in Days of Future Past, he, he killed Richard Nixon. In the second movie, he's like destroying the world. In sorry, in um, apocalypse, apocalypse yeah. he's destroying the world with apocalypse. And then for some reason, she they never say the word Genosha. I don't think they maybe had the rights to it, but she's like, I'm going somewhere. And you see an island, and she lands, and it's just like some shanty town, but Magneto runs it. And he's like, ah, oh, yes, the government gave me this island. Welcome. And it's like, hang on, you were like, why would the government give you this island? It, it, the continuity is crazy. The whole time I'm watching, I'm like, those people were ki- like, <laughs> Nightcrawler, Cyclops and Jane, the last movie was 15 years ago and they're the same age still. It's insane. I just couldn't stop and get over that no one ages in these yeah, movies. Yeah. And then she's she goes there for a bit and gets sad and then flies and then Beast flies over, who's like, oh, I loved um, Mystique. I'm so angry, Magneto. Um, these aliens are trying to get Jean. <laughs> We've got to go get her. And then they all fight. Um, and then they, they all get captured on a train by a group called the MCU, the Mutant Control Unit. And they what? have MCU written on them, which I get laughing at. Does and it even <coughs> feel meta at any point? Or no, no, not at right. all. There's no Wolverine reference. There's no post-credit scene. No, but I mean the MCU no, bit. No, no right. Just a humorless, poorly yeah. written film. Everything looks like it's shot on a soundstage. I can't remember what happened. Then they go to the train. Oh, my favorite thing. There's a villain who's like friends with Magneto in it. And he, um, he's like this mad-ass black dude with huge dreads. And he just whips his head around and hits people with his it's dreads. It's not like Bishop or something. No, it's like, not right, Bishop. Bishop yeah. was in Days of Future Past. Oh, that's what he was too. Yeah. yeah. This guy's hair grows like octopus. It's like Medusa, except with a dude's dreads. It's awesome. I couldn't stop like laughing because it looks really bad too. The CG, his dreads would just grow and grab someone and like smash them around. Oh, I'm like, so this rules. I was like, that's funny. Um, yeah, still no giveaway that it's the '90s. Like, not even like Seinfeld in the background. Quicksilver's in the team, but he's not in the movie. Right. He's in one scene at the start when they rescue people in space, and then he's in the closing scene where he tells a kid to stop running, which is funny, I guess. Um, how does it, like? So then they're on a train at the end because they're all being kidnapped by the MCU. <laughs> and then, ooh, Magneto has to team up with the X-Men. What a twist to take down the aliens that are also capturing them. Right. And then they fight. One cool thing was 
you finally got to see Nightcrawler fight in all the movies. He's always like saving people. Right. But he grabs a knife in his tail and he goes like crazy and like stabs. All the- that was kind of cool to see visually. But it's Who's still- he stabbing? Aliens? Yeah. So aliens are the villains in this and they're like the T-1000. They get shot and like nothing kills them and like holes close. And- right. But they're scrolls because they look like humans. Oh, okay. So everyone is always in human form <laughs> or aliens are disguised as humans. <laughs> like there's no CG budget. And or- so... No makeup budget. So it ends. Does it set so it up anything for the future? Or no. no. So this is what's amazing. It ends. Jean blows up and like kills the aliens with her and then she dies. And then the ending is that dumb ready player Cyclops like cha- <laughs> putting a sign on the front of the school, change it to the Jean Grey school of gifted humans. Oh, right. And then Beast is the principal. And then I thought I was watching The Dark Knight Rises and then you see Professor X is in Europe drinking in a cafe no shit Fern it. A Fern it Brunker. Brunker, yeah. and then magneto walks up and goes game of chess old friend and he goes nah not today and then they look up at the sky and then a phoenix flies past in the movies and someone started laughing oh and, my God. and that's the movie <laughs> that's horrible it was post credit scene no <laughs> it was so bad and it's over and it could have been this like big bold statement but instead it's the last it could stand. have done literally anything <laughs> it's so bad yeah I can't. The worst thing for me was I didn't know any of the characters. Like I'd spent no time with them. Yeah, yeah. And that's not on me. I've watched every X Men movie. It's just why would I care about this Jean Grey who is in two scenes in the last movie? She goes shopping in one scene with them. When they go to a yeah, mall, totally. Yeah, and then they rescue Wolverine for some reason <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> that's it. Is and he isn't in it at all. At any point? No, no, no one's in. It. There's no references. There's no like Easter eggs. It's just like. A really poor... You can tell the guy that wrote it, directed it, and that he's a writer and not a director. Yeah, right. It doesn't look great. If anything, it looks like the first X-Men movie. It's like very grounded and very boring and very static. And it's just like shock deaths left, right? Yeah, it's... I can't say much else about it. It's so who just, dies? You've got Jean Grey The best dies. thing about it was the score. It had a Hans Zimmer score. <laughs> really? So it was No, it was like interesting. It was like frantic in parts. I was like, oh, this is different to X-Men. No, it was kind of... I was like, this score is too good for this movie. Cheers, your Zimmer. Yeah, it was it was like Zimmer light. Right. But I was surprised that he scored it. So who dies? You got Jean Grey dies, Mystique Jean Grey dies. Jean Grey dies, Mystique dies. Um, <laughs> Professor X goes and plays chess in Europe with Magneto. Like, so the Dark Knight well Rises ending. Yeah. They die in a way. Um, some astronauts die, I guess, at the rescue mission maybe. some the, the dreadlock mutant might be dead. So just the women die. The women die. Jessica Chastain dies, who's an alien though, so it's right, okay. Right, okay, sure. Yeah, there's no reference to anything else. It's no clever nods. Cyclops is still around. Yeah, he changes the school name. <laughs> Beast. Beast is the principal. Principal, right. I think. He sat at a desk. They didn't say. Uh, Nightcrawler still... Genosha, I think, dies right. in my heart because I never referenced it. No, Nightcrawler's there. He's teaching a class. <laughs> and that's the movie. Storm lives. Wow. Yeah. Is Pop- just- Apocalypse come back? I wished at one point I was like hoping Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac just rolled his, his greatest role. Man, it was it was bonkers batshit. It was just like I was My like favorite Egyptian Oscar Isaac. Walk like an Egyptian. It's just like, and now because of that, to me that like franchise will be forever thought as like not great, which is a shame. I would say I mean okay, let's go through them all. Let's end this episode by going through them all. Wait, okay. so this, but just we, think we, of we have two, a scale of two things the Great most, or not great Sure okay, so But I'm going to say The hardest thing for this movie Is the last comic book movie To come in cinemas Was um, the Avengers Endgame Like that's got that against it Yeah that's sure in, And think of So there's 11 X-Men movies In 20 years 21 years 
no, tw- 19 years. These guys made 22 movies in 11 years, like the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I'm not saying one's better than the other, but we're now so used to like hyper continuity. You know what I mean? Like yeah, totally. these nods. I'm not saying the X saga needed to do that, but watching this movie, it reminded me of watching a movie from 2002. You know what I mean? Back yeah, when sure. I didn't want world building or didn't want to know the bigger universe. Like now I've had like a hit of the fucking MCU drug reefer, bro. Now I've had a few puffs of that. I know what's out there. I, I, I kind of almost expect, and this might be on me, like other heroes to show up or like, rep, you know what I mean? Sure. I don't need that, but this just felt like a movie from 2000 when it's like, we can't just talk about that. Yeah, sure. But now I've had like... There are twi- so many other mutants that they could reference. I don't totally. Know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, let, let's Oh, say, you know who died the most? You inside? Channing Tatum's Gambit movie. Oh, RIP. Remember how forever. that's been in development for like 10 years? He's a terrible Gambit, by the way. When have we ever seen him as Gambit? Never, but he just... I love Channing Tatum. He's not Gambit. Right. Gambit needs to be like a lanky... Yeah, sure. Cajun... Yeah. Card slinging dude that wears like some weird leather thing that flips his hair up. I imagine if it was like a comedy with him, it's like a comedic version of Gambit. And he's like in a casino and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I love yeah. it. Okay, I'd be I'd be down for that. Um all right, so let's go through it's in the episode by going through all the extra movies. I'll count the good, you count the not good. Uh, so there's only two scale. Like, like there's only two things you can score. Well just say the X Men movie. Yeah, yeah. X okay, so X Men one, good? Uh overall good. Good. X Men two, good. Good. Yeah. X Men three. Bad. Sand, bad. Okay, you count it bad. You um, count it bad. I've got the good. What? what? What did I say? Good or bad? No, I think. Why don't you and I say if we both like each movie? That's way better. But then we're gonna we're gonna see how, if they, if they have more good or bad movies in the thirteen. Oh, okay. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, start again. <laughs> I actually one good. Um, I've, I've, well, I've, we both I've, agree. I've, Let's both agree on the movie. Of course. So I've got two good and and one bad. Okay. Um, well, I've got. No, so we've got the same. <laughs> uh, wait, how are we doing? This is such a dumb way of doing it. <laughs> no, it we both want to know our opinions. <laughs> yeah, of course. But all right, sure. Um, X-Men 1 we both like Yeah So that's a good X-Men 2 we both like So that's a good X-Men 2 we both like X-Men 3 we don't like No one like. likes that Bad Yeah um, Okay then we've Wolverine got Wolverine Origins Bad Bad This is too bad Too bad versus too good First class Good Good So it's three good so far Yep um, The Wolverine I haven't seen uh, It's. I wouldn't watch it again Okay so you I'd say bad Bad okay sure so yep. We have uh, three versus three again um, Days of Future Past It's good Good Yeah Apocalypse bad Yep, so four versus four. Yeah. Um, Logan, good. Logan, great. Yeah. So that's five good, four bad. And uh, this one. Uh, Dark Phoenix, bad. Bad. So there's five good out of the 11 films. So yep. less than half. Yeah, right. So X-Men 1 and 2, First Class, Days of Future Past and Logan are the good movies. Yeah, Everything yeah. else is, is, is no good. Yeah. So less than half success, right? Good stuff. And then you've got two Deadpool movies. One of which is definitely good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, were you <laughs> like, are you sad? Uh, I mean, like, it's it's a bummer. I mean, no, I, I mean, I'm, there were I'm really happy. good things about some of these movies, I but thought. like, I I think as time went on, like, they, Fox just showed they had less and less idea of what to do with these movies to make them good. Yeah, they, I think they needed to like let go of the past and and do the something past. new. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I. I like, I, I think it's fine for them to be remembered as bad overall because oh, they same. were bad overall. Like, we'll remember that Hugh Jackman played Wolverine. Everyone, that's in the public, that's in lexicon. Like, you know, in the next five or 10 years when he's recast, that's going to be the comparison. Yeah, totally. Um, other than that, yeah, like, no one The cares. Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman, baby. He, yeah. I think that's the is best that there is at what, what he does. And what he does is maybe the when he ran out in the snow at the end of Apocalypse, he ran into the circus business. That's perfect. I love it. 
I kind of like that. The hu- I I want to think of these as less as a 20th Century Fox X Men universe and the Hugh Jackman. I want to think of it more as a Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Jackman universe. universe because you know Wolverine greatest plot device has amnesia, keeps forgetting things. Maybe he runs a circus in the early 19th. Uh, 1920s. Maybe that's part of Wolverine's canon. Maybe he. Maybe he's um, a magician with Christian Pete, Bale. Maybe he was Peter Allen in the Rio musical, live on stage. On stage <laughs> at the Lyric Theater. <laughs> Maybe he's a magician with Christian Bale, feuding. I love it. There's many things he could have been, but one thing he'll always be is, is the Drover in Australia by Baz Luhrmann. Perfect. Um, and that's, of course, our favourite X-Men movie. My favourite X-Men movie. Baz Luhrmann's Australia. Yeah. While the Wolverine may have been shot in Australia, Australia was... Every movie was... Yeah. Uh, Australia. <laughs> uh, Angus, that was an unbelievable journey through the X-Men cinematic was universe it? with you. What's next? How are they going to do it? I don't. I can't tell you that. But what I can tell you mm. is that we're going to do another episode of Hey Fam. Yeah. And you can only listen to it if you go to patreon.com slash Hey Fam. Uh, we do two episodes of Hey Fam every single week. One of them is in the regular feed. One of them is in our Patreon feed. They're both an hour, it's around crazy, an hour isn't it? long. It's crazy that it's just an hour. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> it uh, might even be less this week because we've done more on this one. Who knows? Uh, but this week... We're you know what I be- dare say we'll do for maybe five minutes of this next episode? What's that? And this is a good way. This is good. Uh, this is good business tactic. I actually picked up the Art of the Deal this week by oh, yeah? the um, president. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, How much did you pay for that? Uh, well, it was a great deal. I didn't pay for it. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I mean, I picked it up. I literally picked it up. I had a look at it. And oh, right. Cool. You didn't buy it. And no, no. I picked it up. I would have said I bought it. That's dumb if I did. Uh, but I reckon we might spend five minutes of 30 second idea of how. We're going to spend five minutes, but only a minute between the two of us. The rest will be four minutes of silence. How they're going to get X-Men and MCU and should they? Okay, sure. All right. So the future of X-Men is what we're going to do in the next episode. Plus, it's E3 next week. I want to make sense. You know what that means? The uh, three, th- your favorite letter of the alphabet, but three times. Exactly. Right? We got, got a Pokemon Direct. Holy shit! We yeah, we got to talk about that. the new Pokemon Direct. Also, want to make some. Yeah, you know, I want to do us, us to do three things that we want from this year's E three um, mm. com- conferences, and uh, three things we definitely <laughs> don't want. Um, and uh, we got some more Death Stranding news, and uh, I want to talk about the three DS. Yeah, sure. Try and get it all in there. So if you want to hear a second episode of Pay, Pay Fam, it's called Pay Fam because you pay for it. Yeah, and it's arguably better than the regular. Some episodes. have said. I've, I've, yeah, it's rawer uh, It's ruder The Ford of the latest um, Art of the Deal says PayFam's the superior podcast That's right And if, uh, the only way you can get it Is by paying $5 a month At our Patreon Which is patreon.com Slash HeyFam You get an extra episode Of HeyFam every single it's week It's stupid not to do it Plus every, access to our Facebook group In which we post Many great things Including the reveal Of what Angus's new PSN name is Oh yeah 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 That's good though isn't it You're very proud of this it's funny, isn't it? It's real funny. It's one of my favorite bits I've done. Let's talk about it in this next episode. We'll see you over there. Thanks so much for listening this week. Of course, you can find us online uh, at Jimmy Changus for Angus and I'm at Levdog, L-E-V-D-O-W-G. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we would love to see you over at our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash heyfam. Thank Those you so much. very dangerous right now. I could just buy a pair of Yeezys, but I'm not going you to. You're buy a pair of Yeezys right now? No, I'm not going to. How did you get to the screen? All you need to do is double tap. Oh, if you, a lot of shops have you just pay with Apple Pay. Wild. Or it's dangerous. Imagine if every episode ended with you buying a pair of Yeezys. Well, if we get enough uh, Patreon subscribers, yeah, look, if, if for some reason that's someone's dream, I want Angus to a buy a, a, a pair of Yeezys every uh, thing. Yeah, uh, jo- join at the five hundred dollar level. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. Enjoy Bye. your morning. Bye.